It's the Last Call Podcast with Chris Michaels. Gird your loins. This is going to be a quick one. Two different stories tonight. That's going to be one about COVID, another one about Kazakhstan. Kazakhstan is the simple one. We finally have confirmation that this was a coup. The Kazakh leader, uh, what's his face? I can't see his name. President Tokayev said that this was a coup. It was thwarted. 164 people were killed and 8,000 people were arrested. If you saw anything about the social media networks or on the social media networks, you saw a massive amount of Russian peacekeepers. 3,000 of them went into Kazakhstan and said, enough is enough. And as soon as they started to see the Russians, you know, these these rebels and fifth columnists, more than likely funded by Hunter Biden and Joseph Biden, or people associated with the Biden criminal crime family, not to be redundant by saying criminal crime family, um, all of a sudden they all dispersed. So the Washington Post said, for days, the streets of Kazakhstan's largest city smelled of burned rubber tinged with the acrid stench of stun grenades. Inside their homes, people huddled, fed by rumors in an unnerving information vacuum from a cut internet and limited mobile phones. So, so, okay, so they're expanding upon the dramaticism of the moment. Uh, so a lot of people, like I said, died. 164 people dead. 16 police National Guardmen have been killed. 1,300 security officers, almost 8,000 people arrested in all this. Why doesn't anything like that happen here? Why didn't anything like that happen here throughout 2020 in the United States? And if you dare even mention about these poor freedom fighters, then, oh, you are a misogynistic, racist bigot that doesn't like people that just want basic freedoms. Yes, of course. No, it's essentially... What we have told, what I've been telling you for a long time, they're fifth columnists, they're funded by somebody else, probably the West, and they were essentially using basic citizenry, rubes, as essentially human shields. So these people would be infiltrating these grassroots movements. So think of it this way. BLM is out there saying, oh, we need rights. And then Antifa infiltrates BLM and causes all sorts of problems. So it's the Antifa members that are causing the issues with protests because they've been seeded into Black Lives Matter protests. So that's the whole thing in a nutshell. Um, So he continues. President Takayev said that the worst crisis in history of his 30-year independence was just uh, overthrown, not just stop in an attempted coup. Armed militant groups who had been waiting their turn came into action. The main goal has been clear. Undermine constitutional order, destroy institutions of governance, and seize power. We are talking about an attempted coup d'etat. And the only thing that stopped them was the Russians coming in there. And Putin said exactly what everyone was thinking. He essentially said, we're not going to let Kazakhstan become another Ukraine. And then there were all of these rumors about a bioweapons testing laboratory, military biological laboratory, U.S. funded, by the way. I wonder if Dr. Fauci knows anything about this. This is from the Daily Mail. That it was seized during this protest, not protest, but during this uh, coup, attempted coup. It was a biolab near Almaty. Built in 2017, so we're still talking about Dr. Fauci. And it wasn't only 
the United States using that lab. It was also the Russians and the Chinese. So there were all sorts of rumors about how the integrity of the lab's security was put into jeopardy, and then immediately everyone said, no, 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 nothing, nothing bad happened here. Move along, move along. Official news agency of the Russians, TASS, highlighted alleged social media reports that it was taken over by an unidentified people and specialists in chemical protection suits were working near the lab, so a leak of dangerous pathogens could have occurred. The laboratory's existence has been controversial, and in 2020, the country formally denied that it was being used to make biological weapons. So what does that mean? It means it probably was being used to make biological weapons. Now, what's interesting about this story is that when I heard it, there was a whole bunch of other stories coming out of China talking about abdominal hemorrhaging. So basically, people's guts blowing up. And I thought this could have been related to that, but it's it doesn't... I would assume it doesn't have any sort of relation to it because the area in China where all of these hemorrhages were occurring is nowhere really near uh, Kazakhstan. So I don't think uh, that's connected in any sort of way. But what is idiotic is AOC. AOC was down in Miami gallivanting around with her cuck boyfriend, uh, no mask on, and she said to everybody, the reason why they're critiquing me because I'm not wearing a mask is because all of these Republicans just want to date me. How much of a narcissistic, horse-faced loser do you have to be to say something like that? I mean, g g God Almighty, are you that self-centered, self-absorbed? And just a disgusting, reprehensible, overly pious schmuck to think that anyone that critiques you is really just having a hard-on for you? I mean, get over yourself, you slob. So, she's out there. Oh, goodness gracious. You people just don't like me. She's out there dancing. Her boyfriend looks like he sachets instead of walks. And guess what happens upon her return? She tests positive for COVID-19. She's gotten all of her little vaccine check marks. She's gotten both of the vaccines. She's gotten the booster shot. Oh, goodness gracious. So what does this mean for us? It means that the narrative is crumbling with all of this. It means that the CDC messaging, and by the way, Walensky, watch out for her because even the mainstream media is circling the wagons and sharpening the axes because they want Walensky to be the fall girl with this whole failed COVID-19 narrative. Now, bear in mind the difference between somebody like Walensky and Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci actually holds true power. He funds things. He allows things to get through. He launders money on and on. Walensky is really nothing more than a mouthpiece for the White House. Bit, that is an important distinction. They're never going to get rid of Dr. Fauci unless they throw some sort of charge against him for illegal stuff. And I hope, by the way, tonight, uh, Project Veritas is dropping all sorts of fun things about Dr. Fauci at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So watch out for Project Veritas. Walensky, by the way, on the other hand, she is now stammering around. 
and she's really nothing more than a mouthpiece for the White House. So if the White House doesn't like the way things are going, they're going to need a scapegoat, and out Walensky will go. So here is the problem with all of this. It is clear at this point that we are suffering as a whole, planet as a whole, from vaccine failure. Why, why do you think they call it a breakthrough case? Because they don't dare call it vaccine failure. What kind of vaccine do you have to take three to four times in one year? That doesn't seem like a vaccine, does it? It seems like a prophylactic gene therapy platform that tries to inhibit rising COVID cases. Now, if we go before 2020, back in our time machines, COVID is pretty much anything. COVID could very well be a common cold. And that's the problem with all of this. The mainstream media is, because uh, Walensky was on Meet the Depressed with Cut Todd on Sunday, and he's finally starting to go after her, something that we've been doing for two years here, so you're starting to see the mainstream media talk about the difference between somebody being uh, hospitalized because of COVID or with COVID. We've made that distinction 15 times over already. I'm not going to go into it. So that's the problem. The vaccine failure issue, that's another problem. The individuals that haven't been vaccinated at this point are probably not going to be vaccinated at this point. We're finding out masks are useless, something we've known for two years now, right? All Oh, you don't have to isolate yourself for 10 days. It's only five days now. So what are they doing? You see all of these narratives start to crumble. You see all of these people that question this whole nonsense from day one start to be vindicated. So what do you need to do? You need to reshape the narrative. You need to somehow drum up the numbers again to instill more fear, to get more people to take these boosters, thanks to the agreements and contracts that these governments entered into with these pharmaceutical companies. According to the rumors that we talked about a couple of months ago, is that part of these contracts state that any any vaccine that you buy must go that these governments buy must go into the arm of somebody so if you don't have people taking the vaccines then they're going to try to make a case so that everybody has a booster so the people that do <coughs> excuse me the people that do not take the vaccine they're not going to take it but you got all the chumps that took the vaccines the first time then the boosters then you're going to market more boosters to those individuals per the contract that the government entered into by the way it's your tax dollars that created all of these medical platforms and gene therapy platforms so <laughs> so figure that one out right so how are they going to gin up the numbers? How are they going to instill more fear? And how are they going to cause everybody to start running around? If you've noticed lately, you've got New York State out there. The most amount of positive COVID cases in one day in the history of forever. We brought up how they did that before. But now they're starting to change the tune again across the united states the most amount of positive COVID cases ever in the history of forever what are they doing to get those numbers or what are they going to do to keep those numbers up 
Remember, Walensky once again said if you tested positive for COVID via PCR, you should not test yourself for at least 12 weeks after the positive COVID test. So what happened all throughout 2020? You had people in nursing homes, in hospitals, being tested every single day, sometimes twice a day, for as long as they were in the nursing home or as long as they were in the hospital. So how many new positive COVID cases were counted, were tallied up, that should not have been the case? One person, one person tests positive seven days a week, right? So you should not test for 12 weeks after the first positive test. That's over 80 positive COVID cases that went into the government tallies for one person that should not have been tested at least 11 to 12 weeks after that first positive test. And they did it at least once a day for the following 12 weeks. So you understand now how the numbers were ginned up. Well, that crap doesn't work anymore because even Governor Hochul in New York was forced to admit that 43% of all COVID cases that went into New York City hospitals were from people that just happened to have tested positive for COVID, even but... They went to the hospital for some other reason, a broken leg, a vasectomy, uh, getting the tubes tied, whatever it is, brushing out the brown flower, whatever it is, and they somehow tested positive for COVID. So in other words, 43% of all positive cases in New York City would not have even been registered if these people didn't have to go to the hospitals for some other reason than COVID. So you can essentially cut all the New York City COVID numbers in half. I would suggest you can cut it back even more, knowing that the PCR tests produce up to 95% false positives. So really, my number has always been whatever 6% of the number is they're touting, that's a more true positive COVID case number. And 6% of deaths, too. So that's my number. So how are they going to continue this? Well, Biden... Biden is out there saying we're going to give testing kits to every man, woman, and child in the United States. So what's going to happen? You're going to have all the brain-dead morons, the branch Covidians, out there, and they're going to test themselves time and time again for days straight because they're so effing paranoid and they don't have any brains that they're going to sit there and wonder whether or not they have COVID if they sneeze. So they're going to continue to test themselves, and you're going to get more and more positive COVID cases that don't mean anything, that never would have been registered if it was never tested for, because otherwise these people have mild, if any, symptoms. But since they're so paranoid and delusional and seeing a boogeyman under every sheet and every cover, then, oh gosh, it must be COVID. It must be a new strain of COVID. Massachusetts. Wastewater data suggests COVID-19 cases substantially higher than reported. And this is from Boston.com. Massachusetts recorded a record of 27,612 cases last Wednesday. And samples from Boston's area wastewater that was collected last week suggested that the official count is nowhere near the actual number of COVID-19 infections. In fact, it is a lot more. Essentially, if you look at the chart... And this is what they do. They test wastewater, right? Why would you be testing wastewater for COVID? We all know that COVID could be as common as the common cold. In fact, the common cold is a type of COVID. 
So, yes, let's test wastewater, right? Let's go to the possibly the most polluted, disease-ridden pile of uh, a pool of water and test it for disease. Yes, that's a <laughs> that's a great way to figure out whether or not uh, a society is uh, is healthy or not. So, anyway, from the Boston.com article, it's you can see the data. I mean, it just surges. It just takes a hockey stick type turn. And it just, you would otherwise think that COVID is everywhere. The company says it's seeing similar results, the ones that have done the testing, uh, which suggests that the 500,000 or so official new COVID cases is massively undercounting actual cases. So the government, now this is my conjecture. I'm going to leave you with this. The government is going to sit there and say, oh, my goodness, look at the wastewater statistics. The, it's astronomical. COVID is everywhere. And so they're going to make all of these idiots, all these stupid COVIDians, gonna, oh, my gosh, we need more masks. We need at least two to three masks on each person, a paper bag with cutout eyes on top of that, and everyone needs to walk around in plastic. Yes, that's what everyone... Oh, we need not one booster, not two, but we need three boosters. We need one booster a month. Easy. In order to overcome this, in order to stop the spread. That's how the government is going to angle this, and that's how the federal government and local state governments, that's how they're going to continue this COVID nonsense to bring in more booster shots, to bring in more vaccinated people, to restrict you further. But this, this statistic is actually a positive thing because if the pos- if the covid in the wastewater is exponentially higher than the amount of positive covid cases registered for all their faults then that means there are so many asymptomatic cases of covid that we don't need to worry about it anymore and we can continue with our lives without the masks without the constant threats to our jobs, a constant threats to our kids. We don't need to do it anymore, and we can just go back to living normal, To but with one exception, making sure that these bureaucrats, like that hook-nosed little freak Dr. Fauci, this little creature that probably lives under a stairwell, Dr. Fauci, doesn't take advantage of anybody ever again. And these tyrannical governors unelected governors in some cases like governor hochel of new york never gets to exercise this tyrannical behavior ever again for as long as we live this is the last call podcast with chris michaels until tomorrow it's a brand new week so as always like me and share me everywhere oh by the way go to spotify find the playlist i'm doing a playlist of the week so go there fire it up and uh give a listen there until tomorrow